Hello, 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 everyone. This is Tyson Bradley, and you are listening to the Inherent Identity Podcast. And this podcast is all about helping you create lasting change. Because there is lots of self-help out there. (laughs) There is no shortage of podcasts that you can listen to. But this one is one where you're going to learn a mix of spiritual wisdom, brain science, practical tips, and what I might coin as identity shifting or identity hacking or identity creating and living into. And it's been my experience that when we change who we are, that is when we create the most profound and lasting changes in our lives. And I believe this so much so that I have changed my podcast name. (laughs) And this morning, I thought I need to change it. I've talked about it. And I thought, well, I need to create some artwork. I need to change the title of it. I need to change the description. I just need to do that. And I, for some reason, haven't been putting it on my schedule. So I decided to do it right now. And if you notice the artwork, that is my handicraft. Straight from my iPad pencil. And so it may change. I don't know. Maybe I'll just keep it forever because it's unique and different. And sometimes a little bit of handwriting is less than perfect. And that's might just be who I want to be. So today, though, I want to I want to share with you a little bit more about who God really is. Because if you understand who God is, then you understand who you are. Because we are made in His image and His likeness. And I was reading a book called To Become Like God by Andrew Skinner. And in this book, he lists a number of attributes that God has and scriptures that back up these claims. And so I wanted to share with you these quotes and then add a little bit of a twist or just add my commentary on them because it's really powerful when you actually start to think what if what if like really i am like god inside as though our heavenly parents taught us a bunch of lessons before we even came to this earth they taught us everything that we needed to know everything that we needed to do to become like them and then we come to this earth and we've forgotten everything And for some reason, there are things that we learn that resonate with us, that vibrate, (laughs) that when when we hear it, it feels good and it tastes good. And I hope that that's how my podcast has been for you, that the things I'm sharing taste good or they just feel good. You don't know why, or maybe you do know why just because you believe it's true. 
but there is something about really listening and paying attention to what our hearts resonate with, what they gravitate towards. And so I'm going to share these quotes with you, and I want you to entertain the idea that what if these things that describe God are describing the God within each of us? Okay. Let me begin. God is constant and a continual worker of miracles. In 2 Nephi 23, 27, 23, it says, For behold, I am God, and I am a God of miracles, and I will show unto the world that I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I work not among the children of men, save it be according to their faith. God does not vary from his promises. Mosiah 2, 22, He has promised you that if ye would keep his commandments, ye should prosper in the land, and he never doth vary from that which he hath said. And when I flip this to being about me, I can say I am constant and a continual worker of miracles. I am a God of miracles. Like the God within me is a God of miracles. The me that's inside, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. I want you to really consider that. Like when you really think about your heart, and your spirit that's always existed, you are the same. You will build these, and, you'll, and I guess it's hard to sometimes imagine that we could be anywhere close to God or to his level of being. And I think that doing so lessens our power. Now, granted, I do believe that I am going to continually progress, and I think that maybe God's all the way developed, complete, and holy. Maybe he's progressing even more as he helps us. I don't know. He says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I think there are parts of me that are the same yesterday, today, and forever. They will never change. And will I still continue to progress? Yes. But at my core, I'm the same. God is good. In Moroni 7, 12, it says, Wherefore all things which are good cometh of God. Now switch that. I am good. All things which are good cometh from the God within me. God is holy as well as omniscient. He knows all things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, how great the holiness of our God, for he knows all things, and there's not anything save he knows it. 2 Nephi 9:20. In 1 Nephi 9, 6, it says, God knoweth all things from the beginning. Words of Mormon 1, 7, and he knoweth all things which are to come. Mosiah 27, 31, those who live without God in the world will shrink beneath the glance of his all-searching eye. The God within me knows all things. I inherently know all things from the beginning and all things which are to come. This might sound weird. You might think this, you're like, nope not don't agree <laughs> and i want you to just open up your mind open up your heart to the truth that your spirit knows your heart knows things that your mind has never taught you or that other people have never taught you that's what i find fascinating is that there are times where uh, i feel like i know what other people are thinking and feeling and or i know something is true and yet it's never been taught to me so how does that work 
and I think that you may be able to reflect on experiences where that's happened to you as well. Okay, God is righteous. 2 Nephi 1.19 behold, But behold, the Lord's will be done, for His ways are righteous forever. Flip that over. I am righteous. God is just. It is better, uh, in Mosiah 29.12, It is better that a man should be judged of God than of man, for the judgments of God are always just, but the judgments of man are not always just. So we flip that. I am just. God is merciful. Alma 26.35, He is a merciful being. Nephi said in 1 Nephi 8.8, 8, I began to pray unto the Lord that he would have mercy on me according to the multitude of his tender mercies. So inherently, I am merciful. Inherently, I give tender mercies. God is patient. We must come to the knowledge of the goodness of God and his patience and his long-suffering towards the children of men. It's Mosiah 4.6. I am patient. The God within me is long-suffering. God is joyful. 35.28.10 For this cause ye shall have fullness of joy, and ye shall sit down in the kingdom of my Father. Yea, your joy shall be full, even as the Father hath given me fullness of joy. For ye shall be even as I am, and I am even as the Father, and the Father and I are one. So, I am inherently joyful. And we shall be one. Even in that scripture, it says that we shall be even as he is. And I think that, yes, we do believe that eventually as we grow, as we progress, as we learn attributes that we will become. And, and what I think is that it is just a process of living into who we really are. You've always been enough. You've always been perfect. You've always been everything that you need to be. Always been patient. Always been uh, a good marketer, always been a good uh, missionary, always been a good uh, parent, all these things that you've wanted to be, you've always been that. The problem is just that we forget. And the moment that we remember who we really are is the moment that we can actually make steps forward because we're just endowed with power when we remember who we really are. God is mighty. First Nephi 4.1, For behold, he is mightier than all the earth. I am mighty. God within me is mightier than all the earth. God is omnipotent. He has all power and he possesses all wisdom. Alma 26.35, He has all power, all wisdom, and all understanding. He comprehendeth all things. Mosiah 4.6, His power is matchless. God within me is omnipotent, all-powerful, Possesses all wisdom, all understanding, comprehends all things. My power is matchless. My inner power. Now, your brain wants to attach to your physical being. It wants to attach to the fact that you can only lift so much weight. The fact that you cannot fly, you cannot teleport, you cannot appear anywhere on the globe. And yet God can. And so we think we're so limited because our brain is constantly just looking at what's before us in our external world and what's real, what we can feel, what we can touch, what we can see, what we can taste, what we can smell, what we can hear. 
that's what it's focused on. But our spirit's like, oh, if it's truly unlimited, if we are made in his image, if that is within us, then that is where we can draw all the power and possess all the wisdom and all the understanding and comprehend all things. A good test for this, and I, I would invite you to do this, is take any given book, whether it's the scriptures or whether it's a self-help book or whatever, I want you to take that book. I want you to just like read a paragraph of it, read a verse, and then talk to your heart, or you can ask Christ, ask God for him to reveal more truth about that, to comprehend it at a higher level. And just sit and listen. And maybe you might just ask a question, what does this really mean? How does, how does this really apply to me? What is the truth here? My bet is that if you sit long enough, or if you sit and listen, actually you listen and believe that there will be an answer, you will receive more profound and more comprehension, more understanding, a higher level of intelligence. And doing so enables you to grow because God is in the business of helping us to become more like him. That is his only business. That's his goal. So anything that we try and do, you listening to this podcast, you entertaining these beliefs and just willingness to open your, your, open your heart to believing that you're more powerful than you ever thought possible. That is God's work. And I want you to question, why would not, why would God not want you to explore your infinite potential? Because in my mind, he wouldn't. <laughs> and if this leads you to do crazy things that are dangerous, I don't think that that's coming from God. I don't think that's your heart speaking. So... All I know is that the more I believe in this unlimited being that I am, the more I can do. All right. God is the unparalleled ruler of the universe. Second Nephi 29.7. Know ye not that there are more nations than one? Know ye not that I, the Lord your God, have created all men, and that I remember those who are upon the isles of the sea, and that I rule in the heavens above and in the earth beneath? And I bring forth my word unto the children of men, yea, even upon all the nations of the earth. If you flip that, I am an unparalleled ruler of my universe. You're the one that gets to control things. So if there are addictions, if there are habits that you have of thinking negatively of others, of judging yourself, of, um, of any addiction, if you have habits of eating sweets, if you have habits of... Um, not doing things. So maybe you have a habit of playing games on your phone. Maybe you're playing too much Wordle. <laughs> Whatever it is, you are the unparalleled ruler of your universe. You can change. God is truthful. Ether 312. He is a God of truth and canst not lie. Inherently, I am truthful. The inherent God within me cannot lie. So when your heart speaks and you feel it, it is the truth. Why? Because God can't lie and neither can your heart. So believe it. Believe in that truth.
God possesses infinite glory, which is equated with intelligence, or in other words, light and truth. Those, char- those are characteristics we are specifically promised to be given if we seek to focus solely on God's glory, his ways, his desires, his purposes, his power, and his instructions. The Lord said to Joseph Smith, And if your eye be single to my glory, your whole bodies shall be filled with light, and there shall be no darkness in you. And that body which is filled with light comprehendeth all things. Therefore, sanctify yourselves, that your minds become single to God, and the days will come that you shall see him, for he will unveil his face unto you, and it shall be in his own time and in his own way and according to his own will. That's in Doctrine and Covenants 88, 67-68. So, translation is that if I focus my attention on who I really am, then I will be filled with light, and there will be no darkness within me. I will comprehend all things. Therefore, seek to make myself holy, to be to become like God, so that my mind can become focused to the God within me. It's like the scripture is almost a literal uh, experience. What we're doing right now is exactly what this scripture is talking about. We are focusing and we are drawing our eyes. We are focusing our thoughts and our attention to God in his glory. His, like, his, his glory is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. And so whenever we are learning things that draw us closer to him, that is part of his glory. That is learning his glory. So if our eye is single on the advancement of man in becoming like God, if that's what our focus is, then our whole bodies will be filled with light. If you're constantly thinking about how you can become better, how you can be better, be the person that is kind, be the person that is patient, be the person that is a good uh, marketer, be the person that is a good sleeper, (laughs) be the person that is a good and healthy person. When you are focused on being that, you will be filled with light and there won't be any darkness in you. And when you are so focused on the light, you will be able to understand and comprehend all things. If you're getting good sleep, if you're eating healthy, if you're having wonderful relationships and loving and appreciating people, and you are giving value to the world in your job and your career and whatever you're doing with your life right now, you are filled with light. And you'll be able to like understand things at a higher and deeper level. All right, so good. Not only does God know all things, the end from the beginning, as he himself declared, but there is none else save God that knows the thoughts and intents of the heart, as said in Doctrine and Covenants 6.16. Because of his unmatched brilliance, only God can know the thoughts, intents, and desires of each individual. That is one of the factors that allows deity to render a perfectly just but perfectly merciful judgment for each person. And I just made a note. I said, God has it at times given unto men to know the thoughts and intents of others' hearts, and thus we have the ability to do the same. I like to think about this in terms of like marketing. I find that it's super helpful to know the thoughts of other people and the challenges they'll face and the way they say things and think about things so that I can talk to you guys where you are. It's like, yeah, I understand that when you get up in the morning, you may have a thought that says, I want to go back to bed. 
it's helpful to know the thoughts and intents of your heart when you think it's too hard to change. I can't possibly change that fast. Or that in order to have success, it's going to require a lot of hard work. Hard work equals success. That you have thoughts like this that maybe you don't know that you have or you haven't been able to give words to, but you do. And in some ways, there are times when God has given me to know those thoughts and intents. And sometimes it's just from my own observation in my own life and the observation of those of my clients when I work with them that I'm paying attention to what they think and what they say and what they do. With God, the past, present, and future are one eternal now. Therefore, God is able to counsel in wisdom over all his works, and his paths are straight, and his course is one eternal round. Alma 37, 12. All things are present before the Lord's eyes. He sees all things. I can see all things. I have the ability to bring the future into the present. All right. So, I'll stop there. But, and I will continue. Um, I think next week I'll share the parable of the prodigal son. Best thing ever. Such a good parable. But I want you to think about this podcast. You might replay it again and really think about if I flip those attributes of God and if I am made in his image, then every single one of those attributes is within me. Every single one of those capabilities is within me. And as I believe that, then I can work my power. Then I can show up to the world with even more power, more love, more experience, more knowledge, more understanding, more everything. So I just want to invite you to do that. And the thing is, I also want to invite you to join me on this journey. I actually have a worksheet that you can download that will help you begin the process of working on your inherent identity. And I am writing a book. It's a New York Times bestseller. And you can get this this process is kind of the beginning. I may alter it, but for now it's really good. And I just call it the inherent inherent identity process. You can go to inherentidentity.com to download it and also have the chance to join a beta group program where I will be walking people through this process so that you can create habit change faster than anything you've ever experienced. And the only reason why I can confidently say that is because that has been my experience. I've been in the self-help world for over 10 years and have tried lots of different things. Some things have worked uh, and this has worked the best. So I'm pretty excited and stoked about it. So you should go to inherentidentity.com, download the worksheet, start creating some results. And if you are interested in really accelerating that growth, then join the group where I will teach you everything I possibly know about how to change or how to step into your true identity and thus create the most amazing results in your life. All right, my friends, have a good one. We'll keep talking to you about all this amazing stuff and we'll catch you later.